coaching us yeah. that the damn players not making the tackles because y'all blame players yeah. for dropping fucking balls. So it is a why this one they dropping the tackles. Y'all can say what you want, we know what's really real When them cans come out the tunnel, put you in your wheel Rep me, you swagged out, trying to build a dynasty Yeah, that's the move, Max, stop, still out here grinding We still trying to win some titles, yeah, we still gotta crush our rivals, yeah We never break, but we might be in all we know it's survival I'm thinking we need some recruits, yeah. Tell them to come to the U, we made with just vanished. Good go. Boy, did you see that? No, yeah. I know one day we'll bounce back to that rare status like oh two. Cover three, cover four. We got talent, gotta get some more. Take it to the house like number four. And oh five, we'll get it back together. DVD is a job. And if you were fans of Kane, stay down for the ride. We own the line every Christmas. You have dudes like that. You'll be okay. And talking shit. What up, what up? What's going on, Big Mac? What's up, Max? Chilling, chilling. Another week, another win. It's been uh, it's been pretty relaxing. I mean, we really haven't had a close game yet this season. So, uh, you know, normally I'm super anxious during games. I've been pretty relaxed. So, how how, how are you feeling so far? Feeling pretty good, man. It's nice, nice. It's, it feels good to be on this side of things, right? <laughs> yeah, man. It's been nice, man. It's been. It's, it's, I don't know, man. It's kind of weird, bro. Like, yeah, like you know, I, I love Miami shit. It's all over my car. It's all over my locker at mm-hmm. work. I wear shit every day. Like, I'm so used to motherfuckers just being able to get in my face and just say whatever about my team. And now right. it's like they avoiding me and they don't want to talk football no more. It's crazy. Like, it's crazy. It's, it's, it's it's kind of it's kind of getting a little boring on this side, man. Ain't no yeah, you don't have anybody talking <laughs> mess to you no more, huh? Yeah, man. Like, bro, I had even like people who don't even like last year, bro. People who don't even watch football at all, they used to just turn tune in and watch freaking Middle Tennessee and come to work and talk trash to me. Like, all these people are missing now, man. Like, they just. Not even interested no more. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, Frank, I believe I fixed the problem. Go ahead and try checking your Discord now. Um, it should be should be resolved. Let me know if it's not, though. Um, so we've got uh, quite a bit to talk about today. I was you know, listening to the little intro, and I was like, I got some questions I can throw at you, too. Um, we'll start off with that. Um, we'll start off with the questions. What's a player so far this season uh, that isn't getting a lot of publicity that you think deserves a little bit of publicity? I think we've been giving him his due, but I'll probably start with McCormick. He's been getting praised, but... From me, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll probably start with it, it. Either way you put it, it's that it's that 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 uh six, that first six, that that McCormick, Rivers, Cooper, Lee, Cohen, and uh and Francis, man, them six yeah. right there. I guess you can group them as one as the old line. You just gotta praise them guys, bro. They making our team go right now. Yeah, and then you're starting to see uh, more playing time for Riley Williams. You're in a lot more 12 personnel at Temple, and he's been better than expected as a blocker. 
Uh, you know, usually mm -hmm. freshmen don't come in and, and contribute right away in, in terms of the blocking at that position, but he seems to be really good at that. Flo wants to put in uh, Mr. Mr. Flag. Um, I yeah. definitely agree. He's playing a lot better this year. Um, but the player that I want to go with is Jared Harrison Hunt. Uh, yeah, I was just thinking that. <laughs> haven't heard a ton of him um, on social media or the media in general. And, mm -hmm. you know, with all these injuries that we've had at the defensive yeah. line, he's kind of slid in there and been like a constant pro and just like has played really well. You don't notice him, which is a good thing. It means mm -hmm. he's not making mistakes. He's just doing his job. So um, for me, I think Jared Harrison Hunt deserves, uh, deserves some more publicity because he's not really getting mentioned at all. Yeah, uh, so so I, I like that list. We got Flag from Flo. We got McCormick, who definitely deserves it, and Jared Harrison Hunt. Okay, so mm -hmm. next question I have for you. What's something so far this season that surprised you? could be anything. It can be from scheme, from anything about the coaches, anything about a player. What What is something that has surprised you so far this season now that we've played four games and we're, we're chilling on a bye week? Surprise is probably going to be – I got to give it to both of the coordinators, bro. Like, they – the answers they got, man. That I keep saying the same thing every week, but they just they they made us so they making us so much better, bro. With they pay they play calling, like they like the offense, like getting first downs used to be hard. Mm -hmm. Now we scoring touchdowns like like it's nothing. Like that's crazy. Like the defense, like the stop rate. Like I mean, outside of the garbage time. Defense doing damn good, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, I I gotta go with just the coordinators. They it, especially coming from what our last four coordinators on both sides of the ball, mm -hmm. like they they making it look uh, they making it look easy. They're making it look easy, man. Yeah, you know, that that's good coaching, dog. When you are making it look easy like that, you know what I'm saying? Because you helping the boys out, you doing stuff that they can relate to or take on and like that's that's good yeah i've been watching highlights every chance that i get just because i'm a degenerate i'm now i've now resulted into watching random people on youtube watch the texas a&m versus miami game and and like react live because they didn't watch the game when it happened so you're yeah. seeing like these random people like oh my god miami's getting their you know they're they're there's this the normal selves, they're they're imploding, and then all of a sudden you see them get all you know crazy. Oh my God, Miami's actually you know coming back. So I've I've been doing a lot of that. So I agree with what you said, where it just the offense looks so easy. Like those Restrepo touchdowns against Temple yeah, were like... so easy. He was wide open on both plays. TVD just had a lot of the ball into him. Uh, it was, it just, it just looked so simple and easy for us to execute, which is something we haven't seen in a while. The thing that I'm surprised with, and 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 it kind of stays on that same line of of the Restrepos of the world, is it seemed like last season there was a point that our coaching staff realized that they messed up by not taking any receivers in the transfer portal. Mm -hmm. 
because it was all this talk. Oh, we needed a top receiver. We need a top receiver. Yeah. And we ended up kind of just rolling the dice. Like we picked up Frank Ladson. It wasn't a big deal. Um, we didn't know how much he'd contribute. We had high hopes for him, but we didn't really grab anybody else. Right. And our receivers didn't produce very well last year. Right. We had no idea who Colby young was at that point. He didn't start. He wasn't, you know, an early contributor. And so then you flip onto this season, the staff is definitely more um, out there in terms of wanting to add receivers to the team. They go out and they get Tyler Harrell. They go out and they get Shamar Kirk. Uh, and I believe that was it right at the, at the receiver position. Yeah. So, so they go out and they get two more receivers to add to this mix. And the surprising part to me is that it's, it's not them it's the three guys that were here last year that are still starting and are some of the top producers in the entire country at wide receiver. That's something that stood out to me so far, because I, I would have thought Tyler Harrell would come in and he'd be that deep threat. Shamar Kirk would be in the two deep and he'd be getting reps. And it's been kind of the opposite. Our starting receivers, the same starters we had midway through last season um, before Restrepo got hurt. And then obviously when Colby Young came back or, you know, showed the world that he was good enough to, to be a P5 football player. And much more than that, um, not downplaying him at all. He's he's much more than just a power five football player. He's a monster. Um, they were the ones that have basically become these true top receivers. And that really surprised me because I would have thought we'd have a lot more contributions from Harrell and Kirk. And, and that, yeah. And, and that is a good thing, right? Because it means we probably have some more depth behind these guys. Mm -hmm. Um, You're seeing Brashard Smith get some of those pop plays. He's had a nice couple runs on those. You saw Ray Ray, get in the mix. You've seen Horton flash, you know, the big touchdown against Texas A&M. Harrell's had a couple of catches. Latson's played sparingly. Um, so it seems like we finally, I mean, a guy that started for us last year isn't even playing right now. And that's Mike Redding. Right. And, yeah. and so it seems like we just have so much depth at that wide receiver position. I was just surprised at kind of, you know, the guys that ended up being the, the, the top receivers of the team, but I'm, I'm totally okay with it. Cause they are balling out. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's like all three of them can score at any moment. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's man, the, even with TVD just having the freedom to see something, the defense doing and change a route or change mm-hmm. a play. Like, man, that's not beautiful, man. Like they just going out there and the, the, Dawson just giving TVD answers and TVD just serving it, man. He just that's on beautiful, man. It's running water on offense right now, man. Like that shit look unstoppable, man. Yep, I, I agree. Like I'm right. gonna address one thing real yeah, quick though. Go ahead. I'm sick, of, I'm sick of certain people on the timeline. We watch the game on Saturdays and everybody say, Oh, look, they're holding our defensive line. They're holding our defensive line. They're holding our defensive line. Then we get to Monday, and you got people saying, oh, we need to work on our pass rushing during the bye week. And I'm like, bro, we're getting pressure. We're getting hurries. We're getting quarterback hits. It's, 
we're not getting sacks like we want to, but mm-hmm. we're 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 affecting the quarterback pretty much on every drop back. Now you can't say it's holding during the game, and then on Monday you say it's oh uh, Joe and uh, Jason gotta teach them pass rush. Like we got y'all gotta cut that out, man. That's not getting annoying. Like we all sit on Saturdays, we get held held a whole lot more than not. So just you know what I'm saying. Boys, yeah, and and, like and I. Chill out. I, I agree because I had this debate in the in the Discord the other day. Like people are like, mm-hmm. "Oh, sack, 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 sack." Well, mm-hmm. it's more often that you get a forced interception due to a pressure mm-hmm. than to get a forced fumble due to a sack. All right. yeah. And a lot of the times, pressures can lead to better results than sacks do. And I'm not saying sacks aren't important, but pressures are equally as important in my book because it it, it throws the quarterback off. It's going to either be an incompletion or, or an interception or a batted ball or a bad decision. All of those things happen when you're under pressure. And we've had a ton of pressure. I mean, Ruben yeah. Bain, right? <laughs> every play. <laughs> it seems like he's there every play. I I, I can look great. at what they have him credited at. They have him credited already on the season with 11 pressures. Mm. I mean, that's a lot. LT at defensive tackle is credited with 15. He had six alone in the Temple game. Damn. And one of them forced an interception to DeCorey Couch because he mm-hmm. forced him out of the pocket and was chasing him. And Warner tried to tried to throw it in there and to Corey Couch, and it was Aaron throw and to Corey Couch picked it off. So, uh, not, you know, again, not that that sacks don't mean anything, but pressures mean pretty much just in, in my book, it, it means pretty much just, uh, as <laughs> just much, as yeah. much. Yeah. So I, I, I will say, it. I will say not these boys need to work on, uh, you know, I don't know if you ever saw the, the drill where they, uh, I think the DBs do the drill where they got the big pad on the ground and then they practice they uh blocking the punts. Yeah. And they fall on the pad. Now yep. we need to do that drill with the D line because it'd be some angles where every sack you're not gonna run straight to the quarterback. Like right. sometimes you gotta Lawrence Taylor that motherfucker and just like dive or lunge and just get on them. You know what I'm saying? Like it seemed like guys want to run straight to the quarterback instead of just getting to him by any means. Now I will, I will say that it'd be some. I don't see some angles where guys should have just lunged or dove at the quarterback instead of trying to run directly to him and get within two feet. You know what I'm saying? So right, I would. I would definitely work on something like that. They need to watch some Lawrence Taylor. You know what I'm saying? But LT needs to watch some LT. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, that's definitely something I wanted to talk about is kind of improvements that we can focus on over the bye week. Is there anything else that, that you think needs improvement? I mean, obviously, everything needs improvement. It's it's a sport. Mm-hmm. Uh, life in general, you know, there's always improvements to make. But anything specifically other than that, that, that you would like the team to kind of focus on and hone in on that stuck out to you? 
Man, TVD got to stop being a statue, bro. I don't like – he's just a statue, bro. He ain't feeling no pressure. He ain't got to <laughs> move out the pocket. He's just a statue back there, man. I don't know if I like that, man. <laughs> but it ain't much, bro. It ain't much. I mean, we – I what was our two biggest things coming into the season? Catching the ball and tackling? Yeah. So We're doing both. He, we de- we doing damn good at both of them. Uh, it ain't much. It's just a little hearing. I, I, mostly it comes from gar- most of our issues come from you know garbage time where we let the youngest guys play, mm-hmm. and we give up we give up this and that a little bit. But it ain't it ain't much, man. It ain't much. I mean, we a lot of that the stuff we give up when it matter. I mean that can that's I see a lot of stuff getting cleaned up by Cam when Cam get back on the field. Like they want to score that they wouldn't even got in the red zone if Cam was playing on some of those plays they got across that middle. You know what I'm saying? Then you get Dean and Mesidor back. We we should be fine. I don't I don't see a whole lot. I, I just think they need to keep 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 at whatever they're doing to keep mm-hmm. up stay at that same clip. You know what I'm saying? Keep practicing hard. Keep learning the playbook. Keep, you know what I'm saying, bringing, bringing whatever they've been bringing to the table. Yeah. No, I definitely agree. It's hard to, to kind of figure out exactly what's caused some of the defensive breakdowns in the secondary. Is it is it truly because you don't have that leader calling things out in camp kitchens mm-hmm. or – uh, is it something else? And unfortunately, I don't have access to the All-22 to try and figure out exactly where the breakdowns are happening and stuff like that. I wish I did. I know someone that does, but he doesn't share. Uh, so, you know, it, it's hard to kind of pinpoint exactly where those breakdowns are happening, but that for sure needs to be addressed during the bye week and moving forward because that receiver should not have had 100 and something yards against us Uh even though yeah. some of the some of the plays were like quick slants and stuff like that that were kind of easy to get the ball to him and stuff like that um but there were some breakdowns on the back end that that, that definitely can be um cleaned up another thing that i would like to see uh improved is similar kind of what you said on the defensive line um of a different kind of technique and not going straight to the quarterback but also is getting our hands up more on that defensive line to try yeah. and bat balls down i feel like we're seeing that a lot more in college football, mm-hmm. uh, you know, today than, than we have in, in years past. Um, and it's affected TVD quite a bit um, since he's been at Miami. He's gotten a, a decent amount, I would say, probably an above average amount of balls um, batted at the line of scrimmage for a quarterback, which to me is a little weird because he's so damn tall. Um, mm-hmm. But I would like our defensive line to kind of work on that as well because, I, again, that's just an easy incompletion, can lead to a turnover. Um, so that's something that I would, I would like to get worked on. And then, you know, the hot topic, right? The hot topic. And I've seen it in our chat multiple times already that the tight ends need to be implemented more. Um, it's coming guys. It's coming. Just relax. It's coming. You can't show. You can't well, here, show but, here, but it's, like, it's like we said last week, right? But they mm-hmm. haven't stopped our receivers. Right. So why yeah, change stop that running game? <laughs> so why so change the like, game plan? Right. Right. I don't, I don't. I don't think it's because we can't. I think it's because the it's other teams have the yeah, other teams yeah. haven't proven that they've been able to mm-hmm. stop us. I mean, we're averaging forty, what forty three something 
43 point something points a game. Um, mm-hmm. And it's come from the run game and the passing game. So I'm, I'm cool. I think the, the tight ends will get more involved when teams start to key in on other things. Uh, mm-hmm. That'll leave, like I mentioned last week, the, the middle of the field open more, which is typically where the tight ends are running their routes. Uh, on that one restrepo restra- pass to uh, in, in the right side of the end zone, Riley Williams was running a streak right right down That's the middle. That's what I the think field. they're seeing. That's what I think they're seeing. They're seeing Riley Williams was open that play, and he was open that one play against uh, – BCU and they like man come on but it's yeah keep that, doing that keep doing that yeah. we're gonna hit we're gonna hit them yeah like I don't, I don't expect the tight I mean McCormick's not really uh we well I ain't gonna say what he not because I don't know for sure if he's a really good I don't he don't caught the ball when we throw it to him but I don't think he's the threat that opens up that offensive tight end sure room. I think uh, I think Riley is but Riley's not high on the pecking order when like tv calling the play he ain't the first two or three reads now when a royal come back now that tvd's like all right i gotta know i gotta get a royal the ball you know what i'm saying that's that's right. one of the guys you know what i'm saying so it's just you gotta wait for a royal man like Arroyo gonna open all that up man. and he, he's one that, of those he's one of those tight ends and we, we saw it last year is you get him the ball quick and he'll bulldoze a bunch of people so you yeah. know it's, it's like a two-yard pass but he makes it a, a 10 to a 15 because he just imposes his will on mm-hmm. people um yeah. so I, I would definitely look forward to that uh, but then any other thoughts you know about the temple game i mean Again, it was just kind of a, a cool, relaxing game. There wasn't too much yeah. to stress about. We just kind of showed up, did our thing, handled business. It was like an 80 to 90% Miami crowd from all my friends that were at the game, um, which okay. was awesome to see us, you know, travel and support. I know Flo and Lex and all them boys went up there and, and, and met a bunch of people up in that area. So anything else that you kind of uh, – any other takeaways from the Temple game? Uh Nah, not really, man. It was good win. They executed, even with all the weather issues and wind issues or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, running game was still just amazing. Uh, offensive line, it's it's didn't skip a beat when Rodriguez came in for Lee either, which was something that. But I'm mad he didn't put his – he got in the way, but I'm mad he didn't put his hands on that foot. <laughs> he should, he, that was – he did he, he did he did good, though. He did good. But when he came around, if he would have put his hands on that, his, his PFF grade probably would have went up a little bit more. Yeah, if he if he didn't uh, if he didn't bear hug a guy, Mark Fletcher would still be running open. But uh, oh, yeah, that too. Yep, yep. He had a he had a solid game, you know, especially a guy that has barely played at Miami due to injuries and stuff like that. So that was nice to see as well. But I got two words: Henry Parrish. That's it. Goods. That's it. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. Yeah. He. He. Uh. I mean, I ain't think he would. This offensive line, man. I ain't, I didn't think he would be that guy, but he that guy. <laughs> he before makes he, up his he, mind immediately. His vision yeah. is incredible. His pass protection is clearly unbelievable. 
like before the season, I I thought like, man, we need we definitely need a healthy Don Chaney. Damn, man, we lost Lighting, and I was like, nah, it's like, man. I mean, you saw glimpses last year. Paris played well last year, but with this offensive line, it's just it's it's different. Like mm-hmm. he like you get you getting to really see him. You know what I'm saying? Like it, he really he he running behind them pads, and he it's it's refreshing. And him and Chaney, they finna do some work in ACC play. Can 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 we stop the nonsense? The man got a concussion. What are they talking about? He played. He played. What <laughs> he got a concussion a couple weeks ago. <laughs> what yeah. are we talking about? Injury prone. <laughs> All right. All right. We're gonna get. We're gonna do a little bit shorter of a show because we are on the bye week. Um, we're gonna get to our picks, but before we get to our picks, we want to answer some questions in the chat, and then we're gonna get to you know our quote and all that kind of stuff. So go ahead and start throwing some questions in the chat, and we will do our best to get to as many as we can. We do got a donation from our guy Norman, who always supports the show. He's he he he's here every week. He's always donating. We uh, we appreciate it. Um, thank you. As you guys know, all the donations we get go directly into NIL deals. Flo, oh, by the way, Big Mac, I don't know if you heard. I know you were watching Flow Show, but did you catch what he said about the Boom Squad, the new NIL team member? No. He said he like he said something wrong, so now he has to like he has to like clear some red tape with the school before he can announce the new NIL player. Oh, damn. Because it was like you you know back in the day with Uncle Luke, the Boom Squad, he was like you know potentially paying players to like hit people and stuff like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We want to make Man. sure that that's that's not what we're doing here. Oh, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> we are not enticing anything like that. Um, that that is not what uh, our Boom Squad is about. It's it's just about you know supporting NIL at Miami and players that hit hard. <laughs> that is that is it. Um, yeah, absolutely not. We do not condone purposely injuring players. Um, so yeah, he's working on that, which which was hilarious. I don't. Yeah, he said that during the show on Sunday, and I just I just laughed. Um, Mike says Chris Johnson needs to be on the field more. We we kind of discussed this last week over who, yeah. because no one ahead of him's proven not worthy of their carries. Um, so. Uh, yeah. Over who? <laughs> over who? He, he ain't getting reps over Parrish right now. He's, he's definitely not getting reps over Parrish. Um, recruiting Sweet. question. Know anything about the number one Juco corner? I'm not going to uh, uh, try and pronounce his name. Uh, do you know anything about him? Big Mac? Nah, he he had a what 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 that visit was. He had a secret visit not long ago, wasn't it? Yeah, was that for uh? That wasn't the spring game. No, that was uh. I don't know, but I have, I like our chances now that he 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 see our uh the product on the field, and his best friend supposedly uh, Meech, uh the freshman. Well, the Junko transfer, so. Yeah, so. They are talking. 
I don't have any like information on this. This is just me kind of spitballing. Uh, he is committing October eighth. Uh, okay. Does potentially help that that his teammate is on the squad. What potentially may not help is the fact that his teammate hasn't played yet, um, which is a question here. Has the DB Freeney played yet? No, he has not played yet. I think um, he's been banged. He's been banged up though. Okay. His, yeah, he's been banged up. I know he had a boot on. Not too long ago. I'm not okay. sure what his status so, is now. But. Yeah, so if, if if that's the case, disregard what I said. Um, but if he's not injured and he's not playing, that could always be something that he's like, well, you're not playing my friend, so am I going to play when I get there? You never know how the these young men operate. Um, but he's a really talented ball player. Uh, would be ecstatic if he decided to play for the Canes, but that's pretty much all I know at this point. Here's a hot question. Um, I think we're going to have the same answer. If Zion comes back and clear, do you start him and sit down Francis? Uh, go ahead and go, and then I'm going to say absolutely not. Um, you don't want to mess with cohesion on an offensive line that's playing extremely well. That is not something that you want to do. Uh, Francis is playing really, really well. He had that one game with a couple penalties. Uh, he's made a couple freshman mistakes, but – you completely get rid of all that camaraderie of your offensive line when you start to change players. So I don't see the need to do that whatsoever, nor do I think he's coming back. So um, <laughs> I don't think we're going to have to worry about that. Um, just my personal opinion, because he's been out for so long. I just don't see him coming back at this point. Um, but yeah, I, I would not mess with the cohesion whatsoever that is hard to build um in an offensive line hard to build what else do we got clayton tune threw for 40 yards and 4,000 yards 40 touchdowns and 4,000 yards under dawson's offense last year in houston can tvd put up those numbers this year uh, i think See, thing with that is, when you have these games with Miami, Ohio, BCU, Temple, those are the games you need TVD to go throw five, six touchdowns. But because Mario didn't want to make it rain on those teams, that kind of gets a little tougher. Now, can he do it in ACC play? Will he have games where he throw four, five touchdowns? Yeah, but it's going to be a lot tougher. You need those those warm-up games to get get going. You know what I'm saying? Like 11 touchdowns in four games, he should have probably had maybe around about, what, 16? You know what I'm saying? I say. So. Yeah. So my response to this is Clayton Toon was the leading rusher for Houston last year. Damn. We are a team – that is really good at running the football. <laughs> that may put a little bit of a limit on the yards, not necessarily the touchdowns, um, because Houston had zero, and I mean zero, run game last year. I mean, again, their their starting quarterback led the team in rushing yards, I believe. Um, I could I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's the case. I can check. I will do that right now. Um, but 
Yeah, that is um, that's a tough one. That is a tough one just because of of how how well we do running the ball. So let's go to 2022. Clayton Tune he did lead the t- lead the team in rushing yards. That is true. So uh, I I think it's possible, uh, but he's going to need some huge games. He's going to need to throw like for 500 yards in a game or two or 400 yards and 500 yards in one game, 400 yards in another game and just, just ball up. But again, I, all I care about is winning. I, I could care less about if I hope, you know, I obviously hope Tyler throws for 40 touchdowns and 4,000 yards, but I could care less if we're winning games, you know, it just, uh, it is what it is. Uh, but yeah, I think that running concept, uh, running uh, standpoint has a huge implication on that. Hadid says, Nide car question mark. That's a great name to follow. Um, did we talk about all the Twitter smoke? Any thoughts? Uh, I, I think good news is probably going to happen at some point. I have no uh, idea on what the good news is and when it's going to happen. Any, any Anything different from you, Big Mac? I know you kind of said before the show started, just let things be. Stop saying yeah, stuff. Man, just just let it happen. Yeah. Let, let the eggs hatch, man. Come on, man. We got to stop all this smoke, man. Let these kids have their moment, man. And stop jumping the gun. Yep. Uh, will Xavier Mincy play DB or safety for us? Well, technically, safety is a DB. I'm a smart. <laughs> I'm I, I'm a smart ass, and I apologize, Chris. Um, so yeah, if your question if your question is corner or safety. Then my answer would be: I think he probably plays a little bit of nickel and safety, not outside corner. That would be that would be my my best answer to that question. All right, now we get to the fun part, Big Mac. Our picks for the week. I didn't tell you who what games we're picking. I didn't do any research on the teams, or I didn't I didn't come up with my list of who I want on each game. Yeah. So this is going to be straight straight yeah. off the top for both sure. of us. Yeah, you know. Sure. No, I, trust me. I, I spent all this time. <laughs> listen, I, I spent all this time this afternoon after I got off work making our our pick'em list look pretty. All right, I, I made it look pretty. That's what I spent all all time all the time. So, um, anyways, first game of the week: Oregon State versus Utah. Mm. Where that game been played at? Uh, it is played Friday at Oregon State. Uh, I'm gonna go Utah. I am also gonna go Utah. Game number two. Let me pull up all. Let me pull up the schedules just so I can tell you where it is. USC at Colorado. USC. All right. Game number three is Florida at Kentucky. Kentucky. I'm also going Kentucky. We're we're three for three. I believe this game is going to be Texas A&M. I just want to verify where the game is being played at Arkansas. Wigman out, which sucks because he's for sure out. Yeah, I seen some say uh, four six weeks. So Connor Wigman injury report timeline has been given. 
this damn ad blocker trying to tell me. Um, ankle sprain. Oh, that's you likely miss two to four weeks with a high. Well, it's not a high ankle sprain, but there's different miss, mixed, mixed signals here. Okay, so he's probably not playing this week. You, who you got? I'm still going on. Oh, it's, 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 it's at Arkansas, but it's in a neutral site at AT&T Stadium in, in Texas. Oh, so they're playing at Jerry Rowe. Yeah, so you're going A&M? Okay. Yeah. I'm also going to go A&M. Uh, Kansas at Texas, I believe. Texas. Also going to go Texas. We're just we're still matching today. Um, LSU is going to be at Ole Miss. LSU. I agree. Here's a here's a maybe we might differ on this one. We got Duke. Sorry, Notre Dame at Duke. Mm. I'm gonna go Notre Dame. We're still perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, that was my pick. Uh, I guess we're we're just screwed here. Uh, the oh, next, oh, the next, the next game is South Carolina at Tennessee. Uh, yeah, I don't like the way neither one of them playing right now. But yeah, go, this is this is a different I'm one. Gonna, I'm gonna go with Tennessee. Oh, thank, thank you. I'm picking South Carolina on this one. So we finally have a difference. Now now we can't go the same record unless we, we pick differently. The rest, we got UCF. I just want to verify where the game is being played. I believe it is UCF at UCF against Baylor. So Baylor at UCF. I'm going to go US, UCF. Yeah, UCF. Now I'm going UCF. And lastly, the Battle of the Oranges. Clemson at Syracuse. It's always a close game between these two teams. Syracuse look good, too. But Clemson need a win bad, so I'm going to go Clemson. I'm going Clemson. So hey, we add can- Georgia and Auburn. Georgia and Auburn, so we're going to go ten, 11 games this week. Yeah, uh, Georgia and Auburn. Now i got to redo the whole spreadsheet. Hold uh, on. My, damn, my bad. No, you good. i got to add an extra extra row here. So I'll, tell, gonna... uh, I'll tell Flo to give you uh, another over time. Yeah. All right, let's go. Oh, I don't. Oh, I don't want to do – okay, we're good here. All right, so you said uh, – what's the game? Georgia and Auburn. Georgia at Auburn? Yep. All right, who do you got? War Eagle. All right, I'm going Georgia. War Eagle. Did I just do it on the wrong week? Georgia, Auburn. I got Georgia. Big Max got Auburn. Let's get rid of this. We got Big Mac here. 
what 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 the uh standing is right now yeah i was gonna go over that too so oh. right now week one i went five and one you went or sorry week zero you went four and two week one i went one and two you went two and one so we're tied week two we both went one and two week three we didn't pick because you were in a uh you had car problems week four i went six and four and you went seven and three so you're a game ahead of me so far that is the current count we'll see who wins by the end of the season um but you're up by one right now. Okay. All right. You got a quote for the for the day, man? Yeah. The only one who can tell you who you can't win is you, and you don't have to listen. Jessica Ennis Hill. All right. Well, mine is ability may get you to the top, but it takes character to keep you there. Mm-hmm. There's one person I have in mind right now about this quote, and I'm not going to put him on blast on, on air, but I'll, I'll tell you when we're done. <laughs> See if you can get it. Anyways, uh, we appreciate everybody that tuned in. Uh, have a great bye week. Enjoy college football, and you don't have to worry about being stressed because we're playing. Uh, so we will see you guys next week. Go Canes.